This is a story of pebbles and blood. In a time before helmets and bubble wrap children, dedicated to my grandchildren, Sarah, David, Leah, Joseph, Catherine, Anna, Lizzie, Caleb, Annette, Miriam, Kyla, Brendan, Corbin, Raymond, Lawrence, Edmund, Walter, Naomi, Levi, Owen, and Fulton. When I was about eight years old, 1965, I had a big bike. It had a motor sound, and if it wasn't loud enough, I could attach playing cards to the bar that would click through when the spokes came around. I could pedal it fast and I could lay on the brakes and it would slide and skid. It was, however, even though it sounded very cool, made of steel. But it was steel and a lot of steel and I was slow. The ride was not fast so it wasn't fun. And no matter how cool, I couldn't keep up for long. Even the one mile ride to school was tiring. In the summer, I noticed my little brother's bike wasn't being used. It could go fast. He could go fast on it. In fact, he could go faster on it than I could on my big bike. He was big for the bike, so I was even bigger. So I thought I could make it go even faster. I tried it. It looked like a wild little ride. Never mind that my knees almost hit the handlebars and it flew down the grab hill with ease and it almost floated. I could go faster and faster until I couldn't pedal any faster and the bike would start to wobble and float down that gravel. And then when I couldn't pedal any faster, I'd take my feet off the pedals and soar down the road. And then eventually slow. I'd slide a little and wobble a little and go through a pothole. And it was a lot of fun. Easy to pedal back up the hill and do it again. Well, now it was showtime. I had an audience, or at least I imagined an audience. I was really going to go down that hill. Down the hill for a second time, this time with my audience. It was probably maybe my brother was watching, but I, I imagined a crowd. To watch the daring stunt, faster and faster, starting to float and wobble, just a little faster. The wobble started again. My knee hit the handlebar. The bars were out of my hands as they jerked totally around to face toward me. The front tire dug into a sharp-edged pothole, and I was flying forward, headlong, chest out, just like Superman. Soon, gravity being what it is, I hit the ground skidding along and came to a halt. It was dust in the air. I took a good look at myself. 
I had not torn my shirt, nor had I even scuffed my shoes, which, considering I wasn't wearing a shirt and I didn't have shoes on, wasn't really that surprising. I was really quite surprised how little it hurt. There were pebbles, dozens of them, stuck to me with my own blood. And I could still limp home, and the bike wasn't totally destroyed. In my mind, I had road rash, like my big brother had gotten when he took a spill on his motor scooter. Later, when I was older, slightly wiser, I would learn that real road rash was, what real road rash was. But for the next 32 years, these streaks of blood would have to do. As I look back, it wasn't enough fun for the pain and loss I suffered. I was left wishing I had come up with a fast, properly sized, light bike that was still a thrill. With the bloody pebbles to remind me of my limits, I did eventually get that bike. It was a 10-speed road bike from Sears, a bike I bought for me and my adventures. I could go for miles and miles, even beat the school bus to my school with it. The end. Um, Marshmallow, is it true that you're a raccoon? Yeah. Uh, do raccoons eat frogs? Sometimes. Uh, Marshmallow, you wouldn't eat me, would you? Um. Eh, uh, never mind. I'm out of here.